It's episode 138 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in Adriana Rios' house, the creator of The Lonely Line, and I'm freaking thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I feel so honored. (laughs) Are you... Okay, the history of this house, which we're going to get into a little bit, is really incredible. So, first things first. Yes. To The Lonely Line. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's legit. Woo. Yes, yeah. you took that like a pro. Uh, okay, Adriana, so you are just now facilitating the move into this house, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, so it whose is- house was this? This was originally my great-grandmother's house. And it means, like, it's like it's a family heirloom. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was really important to me to get it. Um, it means the world to me. There's a lot of... I think for everyone in the family has a lot of memories and history here. Such good memories. This house was a hub. It was a place of love and growth. And, you know, people could come here. She made amazing tamales. There's a picture of y'all, right, that you're going to put up? Or is it up? Uh, it's it's sitting in my kitchen right now. Okay. And I made sure it was one of the first things that I put in the house. And it was of... Her and I making tamales when I was little, like curly, frizzy hair, like pajamas, everything. Like, <laughs> but it is so pure and it is so good. And I also have, um, which is awesome that the color is orange because I love, you know, like those are like my became like my house colors somehow. Um, it's her wedding, one of her wedding tea set cups. So that little orange cup that's in front of it is from her wedding set. Wow. Yes. And my grandmother gave me that. And so I put it in front of her. So it's kind of like a little shrine and I need to get it. um, I got it enlarged. So that wasn't the original size of the picture. And now I need to get it framed. But yeah, I made sure to put it in. Like my mom saw it. She like burst into tears. I burst into tears. But everything is just about like honoring my family, my heritage, so it means means a lot yeah the fact that because so who like what was the status of this house before you bought it um my grandmother owns it so um she is selling it to me that is awesome yeah and for a little bit my uncle had it but now he has his own place and so it's it's all mine yes (laughs) i mean and it looks really great in here i can't wait to see the finished product and something else that i think is so amazing and a really big honor that I think some people could take for granted, obviously not you, is having a relationship with your elders, period. The Mm -hmm. fact that you even knew your great grandmother Mm -hmm. is tremendous. Yeah. I would paint her nails. Like, um, I wish I could still like count and like, I was starting to learn Spanish and she would like talk to me in Spanish and like ask me my numbers and stuff. And now I've kind of lost that, mm-hmm. but, um, which is like a big regret of mine. But yeah, I do have my own memories of her. She lived to almost a hundred. Wow. Yeah. So she lived a life. Absolutely. I mean, for her to have touched your life in that kind yeah. of way, you know, I didn't know my great grandparents. I hardly knew my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So that is a legacy in and of itself. Not to mention yeah. the fact that you're, you know, keeping this home alive. That is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. So what you've created with the lonely line it is more than just the art because the art is breathtaking. I have two pieces of Adriana's. One is called breathing life with within myself. I think I said the title, right? 
and then one is uh, trust fall. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw them, I immediately connected with them. And then you went and published a book that y'all can find on Amazon, by the way. So it's called The Lonely Line, Figuration and Emotion. So go to the link in her bio if you're interested in the book. But how did your style of art come to be? How did you develop? I mean, because it, it just it blows my mind how, how much I relate to it. I think art for me has been like um, a way of expression uh, it really, truly is just how I ex- have always expressed myself. Um, like even sometimes, like uh, whenever talking to my mom, conversations with my mom, I'd be like, when I was little, I'd be like, wait, can I just draw you a picture? Can I just, can I just draw it for you? Because I could draw it better and make someone understand better in my images than in how I spoke. Um, of course, it's gotten better as I'm older because now I teach. And I have to <laughs> have to use my big girl words, uh, <laughs> but um, it wasn't always like that. And so, and my dad is very artistic, and he, you know, drew paint. He's a welder. It's where I got, you know, wow. my love of metal and art. And yes, because it's more than than the yeah. sketches. It's it's sculpture. Yes. And wow. That is like my one true love right there is the metal art and sculpture. I think if I, and one day I'm going to put a metal shop in the back of this property. I love it. Like, cause it's something also, you know, talking about history and memories and all that. Like my dad always comes home smelling like grease. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's kind of like another feeling of like, Hmm, home, like dad's home. Like it's like a, it's, um, it's like a, a smell that triggers like a memory. And so for me, it was like that. But my style has evolved from little drawings like that to being more therapeutic during hard times in my life. Um, when I started taking drawing classes at A&M and Corpus, I had a drawing teacher who told me to draw how I sculpt. And so it was kind of, he's like, try and match your drawing style to your sculpture style, which, you know, of course there's all these inner, yeah, I was going to say, lines. is that hard to do? Well, I mean, there is the, the continuous line drawing, so I could get close to it and I was like, Ugh, this sucks. And I stopped. And then I, cause I, he was like, you're too hard on yourself, too hard on yourself. You're trying to make it look too realistic. Try drawing how you sculpt, try drawing like that lines like that, be more free, a little looser. No, I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. And then like there was some stuff going on in my personal life and my job life at the time that I was like, Ugh. and I just every single day for years, I would draw and draw and draw and draw every day, every day. And some make it out to social media. Some made it into the book and some just got thrown in the garbage my, oh no yes, are you serious yeah oh my mom got mad i'm mad well i want to see these garbage drawings yes, yes but you know i think that's something that like all artists possibly do is just chunk stuff because they're like no i should see this you know but <laughs> i did i drew every single day and i got more comfortable with my style with my drawing it just it went from like you know the breathing life into oneself which is more continuous line and real soft subtle watercolors and then after I left that particular job my colors got bright and they got bold and I think that was me becoming more my truest version of my artistic self was those bold colors 
Even my house colors are like real bold. Yes. I mean, you can't miss this house. Yeah. As soon as you pull up, you're like, wow. Okay. Like I want to, who's that? She's got it going on for sure. Thanks. Yes. So it's, it's been a process. It's been a years and years journey because it started off just so subtle, like just a tiny, tiny bit of watercolor. Don't want to put too much. Don't want to ruin it. It was so scared. And then just like, oh, I'm just going to add all the color. I'm just going to, you know. So it's more fun. I like seeing the bold colors now. Absolutely. And so you can almost directly correlate the implementation of the vivid colors to your getting out of a a work situation that you Mm -hmm. weren't happy in. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, my work, um, and I think I I say it too, like in my newsletters and my posts and everything, you know. Yes, subscribe to the newsletter. It's so good. And there's like a link to a uh, playlist for the month and that kind of thing. It's great. Subscribe to it, y'all. Yeah, this one, this June was all, was the home issue. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, because it was all about my house and even the playlist is having to do like home themed Um, So that's fun. But yeah, like I reference a lot to how um, different points in my life have impacted my drawings. You can see like some of the more tougher things, um, you know, during the darker points in time, you can see there are a lot more sad figures and stuff. And I think over the years, people have asked, like, is that you? Is this you? Mm -hmm. And I'm like bits of me not directly me because I'm always trying to make it to where everyone can relate to it anyone can form a connection to it and I think like I've always drawn people my since I could draw Um, and that's tough to me drawing people is one of those things that I would shy away (laughs) from because I just like drawing people and I think that it was just because like I'm only child so I was like trying to like you know you're always trying to make like connections and friendships and relationships and stuff so I think you know that's what my work has been become about is just like emotions and connections and you know it's just continuing to evolve like that in the best way I like your stuff just (laughs) blows my mind like it's eye-catching I thank you so much yes you know I I love to support local artists and I mean just anytime I see your pieces I'm like I have to have it you know they're just so good but I I feel like I've mostly been exposed to your watercolors and not so much your sculptures and so you know when I think about like how would I get into sculpture I have no idea I mean how did this even where did the interest come from and how did you pursue it well like i said like my dad he's a welder so he always works around metal so um when i started my associate's degree at del mar there was like a design class with um amaret garza and i think i've told her too like you are the reason why i do sculpture and wow yeah like um that's incredible because i ran into her like a few years back and I was like, Oh, I, you're the reason why, like there was this whole lesson you had to create like a, a sculpture and a lot of people got like jewelry wire or, and I use like tie wire, like bailing, like steel wire and like the wings. Wow. Which is heavy, you know, yeah. you start building it up. Thick. And cause that's what my dad had. He was like, Oh, okay. I got, I got you. Like (laughs) comes like with this bundle and I started making like two people out of it. And they're, they kind of acted as like a balance. Cause back then it was, 
it was rough when I first started, <laughs> but I was like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the process, but the two of them kind of balanced each other and they somehow like stood. I don't even know how it was like some magic physics that was going on, but I had them. So not only them. were they representative of people, but they almost like functioned yes. in that sense. Very <laughs> like interesting each other, like, <laughs> for dear life. Like, do you have a picture of this somewhere? Yes, I do. You don't have to I show me like, now, but I definitely want to yeah, see it. Yeah. But, um, now, you know, like right here, like it's on my floor, my poor wings. Um, they look really cool. Yeah. And so those are steel and I kind of let them rust a little bit just to give them that. I wanted to get that red back in. I'll stop the rusting process and I'll seal it, but I wanted to kind of give it more of an aged. That's cool. Yeah. And then they'll end up coming up here on my wall with (laughs) You're creating art for your own house. How cool yeah. is that? A lot of the art in my house, too, is by other artists, um, local or that I know. And so I I try and support local and not buy, like, big box stuff, you know? Absolutely. So a lot of the art in here is very personal and funny sometimes, too, like my little panda. <laughs> yes. I mean, but to me, that's the perfect way. We have so yeah. many talented local artists in the Coastal Bend. I mean... It just blows my mind, yeah. and uh, I mean, I could just go wild buying buying y'all's pieces because yeah. And like you said, there's there's definitely like a more personal feel to it. Like I'm actually sitting here talking to an artist. I have pieces of yours in my house. Like who, how many people get to say that? You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So do you consider? I mean, you have to by now, right? Like you are an artist. Like how does it feel to give yourself that moniker? It doesn't even feel real. Like I wouldn't have considered myself that way just like oh I, I just dabble I, I do watercolors whatever but I think like after I left you know that job I was like you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna make it I'm gonna start being me I'm just gonna start making my mark and not being afraid anymore and that was kind of when I just exploded that's when I started giving birth to the lonely line you know How'd you come up with the name too? I love the name. Because uh, one line can, you know, one line seems like it can't do anything. It's all out there on a, alone. But once it meets another one and another one, another one just builds and builds and builds like the mm-hmm. sculptures, you know? So I think that was the premise. Like, you know, we can do so much more together than we can by ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think most everything starts with a line, you know, Mm -hmm. in any creation. Yep. I mean, even if you're designing like a building or something, I think whenever I was like teasing the lonely line, I think I had used that line too. Like it all starts with a line. It definitely starts with a line. It's so true. Yeah. So when did the lonely line come to be? Uh, after I left that job, I started working as an EMT for a little bit. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I just watched the Purge movies. So there's one where there's like these two women oh, who no. are going around in like a ba- like a ambulance type, like serving as EMTs on Purge night. So, you know, obviously that's not real. But mad respect for EMTs, period. <laughs> yes, definitely. I have so much more respect for anybody in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like... I worked as an EMT for a little bit for a few months. And even as the pandemic started too, I was out there for a few months. Wow. Thank you for that. That's work. It was crazy. I was scared. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't want to bring home anything. You know, it was so unknown. I was so afraid I was going to bring something home to my family, to my parents, to my grandparents. Like, you know, I was like, oh my God. But, um, 
It was when I was working like a 24 hour shift. I used to take my computer with me and go and sit in one of like the conference rooms or whatever. And I would start working on stuff and I started building my brand. I started building the website and started thinking about merchandise, started doing little sketches, whatever. I was also funny was anybody who was my partner probably saw me do art because I, you know, was also there at the art museum of South Texas. So I was doing the, their youth programs too. Mm -hmm. So it was like building like little pots and doing like demos and taking pictures of them. Like we're moving. I'm supposed to be doing a report and like taking a picture, (laughs) like balancing it on my knees and like taking a picture like of stuff or like staging it and like, so it was, it was a, an experience. It was kind of funny to think back on, too. But, yeah, it was back then. I mean, but f- what I think is so amazing is that, yeah, okay, you're, like, you're doing, you know, you're working and, like, doing all this kind of stuff, but any free moment you get, mm-hmm. you are working on your art. Yes. I mean, and that's when you know it's a passion. Like, you know, I know so many people are like, what's my thing? Like, what do I want to do in my mm-hmm. free time besides scroll through social media? Like, what is it, you know? And <laughs> yeah. you knew. Yeah. I mean, I think I've like always known it was like, it's like the scary question, right? Whenever you leave, like, or as you're about to leave high school, it's like, what are you going to do when you grow up? And everyone's like, I don't freaking know. Like, I don't, what the heck? Anybody who didn't know, I blew my mind. It like how? It blew mine too. Cause I had no idea. And you know, like people like my parents and stuff would try and help me be like, well, think about what you're good at. And like, (laughs) 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 what? (laughs) I didn't think I was good at art. I didn't think I was like, how am I going to come up with something? You know, like I had no idea. And so like I did do like art education as my associate's degree. And then I tried to go in, I went in and out of programs for the medical fields mm-hmm. like nuclear medicine nursing wow like i was trying to find my way and i every single time i came back to art mm-hmm. every single time no matter what i mean no matter any in any point in my life i've always come back to art and that's just that is how you know like yep. if you can't get out of your system that's all you think about it's all you do that's that's your thing yes Oh, that's so inspiring. I love hearing that because the way you say, I know it wasn't an easy path, but when you say it, I'm like, yes, it's so obvious, right? Like, yeah. like now that you're here, you're like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> present me looks back at past me. Like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> but I do think there's, there's, uh, something to be said about, you know what? You tried other things. You're like, well, maybe yeah. this will work out. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I, I, uh, I value that, you know, um, Cause there's other people that I've talked to, you know, they're like, you know, I wasn't sure if college was for me. I gave it a try. It wasn't for me. So it's like, mm-hmm. now, you know, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, I think this is the case too with the art. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you for, for, for doing that. For coming back. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Cause I am reaping the benefits. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. So sculpting. So you started yeah. off. So the very first sculpture you ever made was of the two people. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's already looking pretty good by the sound of it. Cause it's supporting itself. And I guess looking like two people. Oh, it was sketchy, but it was supporting, <laughs> supporting itself. It did. Yeah. And so after that, I mean, cause you said you enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. was it something, would you do maybe a project every few months or was it just whenever you felt inspired or how did that work? It was like, I wanted after that project, like I wanted to do more. It was like, I got like addicted to it. Like I loved it and it had like, 
the, you know, the smell of grease, like the feel of the metal, like, you know, in my fingers, like I just, and I felt like I had more control over that medium and still do. Like, I feel like I have more control over that. Like, it's more like I can grab it. I can grasp it versus having to be more patient with a paintbrush Mm -hmm. and myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and wait for me to get to the end of the finish line, basically to finish the image. Like I enjoy the process of creating more when I'm doing metal. That is so interesting. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I I don't know if it's like, just like in my blood kind of thing. Maybe my dad does, but like, I enjoy the process. I enjoy every change that happens. I don't draw much anything to try and sometimes if it's something big, I'll draw it out to try and figure out the physics of it Mm -hmm. and different scenarios that would look pleasing, but still be the same outcome. Yeah. But other than that, I just feel like I go off like gut feeling like, yeah, I know this is what I want to do. This is what I want to sculpt. And Oh, that's the perfect. That's the perfect. Whenever everything's intuitive, whenever you're creating, that is cool. Because, uh, you know, some people's method, and absolutely nothing wrong with it, is to get everything down on paper, dimensions, everything, plan, yeah. then execute. No. But people who can just <laughs> execute based on how it feels, mm-hmm. that is a superpower. Yeah. I mean, even for school, like, I feel like I, like, you know, cheat in a way, because I'll do the assignment, and then I have to, like, go backtrack and do, like, the other little parts of the assignment which is to show every step of the process mm-hmm. and i'm like to why teach. you're slowing me down yes you know? yeah. not all of us can keep up with you adriana <laughs> so how did you get into the art museum doing the what did you call it the the their youth, programs. youth programs yeah, yeah. how did you get into that i had seen like maybe like a year or so ago like a post on instagram that they were like looking for somebody um and it was like a question like, do you enjoy art? Do you like teaching, teaching or something like, I don't know. It was so like, it sounded like me and I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in my mind, I was like answering the questions in my head and I'm like, they're speaking to me. It's me. Cause they were. <laughs> and now, and I love them so much. They are, it's such a good vibe in that, you know, their, their staff, the people that work there is amazing. The, the building itself is so oh, amazing. So beautiful. It's like, I could just like sit in one of those like rooms like forever, like, but yeah that's how I got to it like I answered like an Instagram (laughs) call that's perfect so had you had any experience working with kids or youth yeah like I've been like an instructor for maybe about like 10 years Mm -hmm. now so wow yeah. yeah so does it just come naturally to you I I feel like I rebelled against it. Like I didn't want to teach at first. Like I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. And I don't think I'm going to be good at it. And then like I tried it, like doing an after school program. And I was like pretty naturally, like I figured it out. I'm, you know, I can think on my feet and stuff sometimes too. So, I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah. So it's, it's for you to have been doing out. it this long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, haven't burnt out yet. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you're literally living and breathing art all day. Yeah, all yeah. day. So, yeah. I mean, it has to be enjoyable. And I'm okay. sure because you're helping kind of mold these kids into creating their own. I mean, how mm-hmm. does that feel? It's amazing. Sometimes, like, some of the quotes or things that they say, like, when they tell me, like, they go up to me and, like, have the most serious face <laughs> on, too. And I'm thinking, oh, no, something's wrong. And I'm like, what's the matter? And they're like... 
I'm really having a lot of fun. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) all serious. (laughs) Like, I thought like, you know, like you have this moment where you're thinking, oh my gosh, like they're going to cry or something's going to happen. Like something did happen, but it's like, like they want to like dead eye you, like to be like, look, I'm serious. Like I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Take me serious. Yeah. That is so cute. So I just like love those moments where it's like they like come up, like they're on a mission and I have to tell you like, I really like this project. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm like, oh, like it just like gets, gets you right in the feels. Absolutely. So I mean, do you have a lot of freedom in how you're able to teach them? Like, do they encourage your spin on it i, I don't yeah. like how does that work because i know like for curriculum for traditional subjects is yeah. could be structured yeah is it different with art i feel like i uh there's like a theme you know like camp or whatever there's like a theme and i have to create or um, plan within that that little set structure mm-hmm. but i can come up with how it's going to go you know like all the different projects and lessons and stuff and which is awesome. And, you know, I, I think I'm pretty good at, you know, filling the time blocks, you know, that I yeah. have with them. And uh, even like getting, I'm going to be working within the school system in August too. So I'll have to like, what? Legit, legit, like plan. Tell me more. <laughs> um, I can, just, if you can. Yeah. Like I had accepted the position for the fine arts instructor at uh, Incarnate Word, the Montessori, the Littles. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's I, major. Thank you. Yeah. And like I went to Incarnate Word, like in middle school and high school. So did you really? Yeah. It comes full circle. I know. I feel like I've just gone full circle in my life. And what's wrong with that? I think There's it's beautiful. nothing wrong with it. I'm like, I'm home, like anywhere I go. Well, and that the theme of home comes back again. Yeah. And so you know, why, like, what is it about, you know, home being so prominent in you know, your art and in your life and, you know, the, the meaning of it, like, why is it so, you know, important to you? I mean, it's such a big subject, such a hard question to answer without sounding like cheesy or corny or something, you know, like, that's okay. But I, I think it like stemmed from like when I was not really stemmed from, but I think ever since I was a kid, you know, some people dream about getting married or having kids or that part of their life. And I didn't think about that. I thought about like, I would draw houses and I would draw like floor plans. And I think like my mom probably thought I was going to be like an architect or something (laughs) like the way that I was. But, um, you know, that's just what I did. I always drew that. And for me, it was really important because I wanted to create very independent and I always wanted to create like my own space, like my own, like my mom created such an awesome, like home environment. And, you know, every time I come home from school or even get in the car, there was like some type of something that made me feel like Ah, you know, like that warm, fuzzy feeling. Mm-hmm. And like when you walk through their door too, like you feel that it feels like clean and happy. And I always, you know, this house always felt like, like that felt like their physical representation of like warm and fuzzy home feeling. And I just always wanted that, like my own piece of it for myself to create that, to have that. 
So it was really important for me. And I think like in my newsletter, I was like, you know, is a person home, is your job like a home or, you know, your home home, you can have multiple homes. And I think I did come full circle. Like, you know, I have people that in my life that feel like home and that I feel comfortable with. And I now have my home home. And then I went back to IWA and I'm back home (laughs) there too. That is cool. It is, it is pretty crazy. I'm very thankful. Very, I feel very blessed in so many ways. Like as crazy as it is, like, cause it seems like everything is kind of coming to an end, like right now, like it's all coming together, like right now. And like, I feel like pulling my hair out sometimes. Like it's so amazing. I'm trying to always remember to just be like present for sure. Yeah, that's so such an important reminder for anybody. Yeah, you know, doing just, anything. Just be present in the moment, even though it feels like chaos. It's still like a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look at look at your house. Like this is your house. You know what I mean? And like the history behind it, and the picture of y'all in the kitchen, which I'm gonna yeah. be seeing after this. It's a beautiful it's so beautiful especially because it's meant so much to you your whole life and here you are i mean it's really like been an established foundation that you've always felt good about and now Mm -hmm. you're just enhancing it now you're just building upon it yeah huge and not only are you creating here but the lonely line to me is becoming like its own entity like it's really amazing how it's just grown because you know so you have the newsletter and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and then you released a book yeah. So what was the idea behind releasing the book? Um, a long time ago, someone had asked me like to make like basically like a coffee table book. Like they're like, you should put together. I love that idea. All of your drawings. Like I think everyone would love to see all of your drawings, like all in one thing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's, no one wants to see that. And like, I was like, well, I finally got to a place like where I felt like lonely line did become its own thing. Like it was, it's a thing. Like it's its own entity, like you said. And I'm like, okay, it's definitely a thing. Like now, like I've got, I've got it going. It's, you know, she's out there and she's got a newsletter and now I need to, I need to continue to amp it up. Like let's, it's time for the book. And so I sat down and, but I didn't want it to be a coffee table book. Cause everything that I've been doing thus far has been very personal and very like, it's kind of like storytelling with the art and with, you mm-hmm. know, the newsletter and, you know, so I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to continue along that path. I like this. I like how it feels like, so I continued, I went back cause a lot of people have asked me questions in the past. Like, what does this mean? And, or whenever it was like something that was a little bit more somber, I was like, are you okay? Are you all right? You this, you that, like calling and going to work and checking on me and whatever. And so I'm like, you know what? I think I need to kind of explain some of my lore, some of my um, symbolism, some of my little hidden things in there. That is so cool. So, God, that's cool. So I did a little storytelling. I did a little explanations. Um, I kind of shine uh, a light on some of the hidden stuff that's within some of the paintings and drawings that I have. So I was like, "Ah, I think that'll be cool. That'll be fun. It's very cool. (laughs) Uh, Yes. To get inside an artist's mind and to understand the symbolism, like you said, because I mean, to an untrained eye, they might not even notice it. And then once Mm you, you kind of give them the tell, they're like, Oh, okay. Like I'm noticing this now. It's really neat. Then you feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, you're even closer to the, the artist. Yeah. And so, uh, but I, right. Okay. So I promise you, there's a ton of people who are like, I 
I'm going to put out a book. But <laughs> you actually did it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, did it just flow naturally for like the book to be created? You know, what was that process? Well, I had um, followed the inspiration of somebody else who had also created like a book using the same like kind of premise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I mean... It's like, it's kind of like whenever people see art, I can do that. I can paint that. And I was like, <laughs> but they don't do it. And so I was like, you know what? I don't want to be one of those people. It's like, I can write a book and not do it. For sure. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's go. Let's sit down. And so like I did, I sat down and I started kind of, first I got out like with the physical drawings that I could, that I wanted to go through and um, highlight first. Mm-hmm. And cause I was trying to... Like if this is volume one, what would volume two have? You know, I, Ooh, I love to, that succession planning. Yeah. Like I wanted the, the starter, like this is just the start, you know, it's a little taste and this is kind of how it progressed. Like I was trying to create a timeline and, but to do that, it took me like a while to kind of go and sift through and sift through social media and sift through different things and to kind of revisit those moments and all that stuff. It was kind of like a whole almost an exhausting process for sure emotionally and mentally to kind of like try and do like a shortcut like timeline because well, you're show. teaching yourself i mean you're really yeah. learning as you go yeah and i mean like they had like a template and stuff but i was like yeah no this seems like it's gonna be bland and so i was trying like i got on like illustrator and stuff yeah you don't really seem like somebody who's gonna want to follow a template no i was like if you don't have to no i'm like (laughs) nah i can create it better and so like i went illustrator and started designing some of my own like cover pages for the chapters and then i you know finesse them to like fit in whenever they would send it back and be like yeah it's too big for the margins and like okay I'd go back in and shrink it up a little bit because I just didn't want the page to be white. You yeah. Know? I was like, that's so boring. It's ugly. Like, I want it color. <laughs> I want but that, like you color. said, everything, it's so personal for yeah. you. It's not just going to be like a plug and play. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But no. for your book, no. not going to be a plug it and play. It didn't suit me personally because, yeah. yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with it just being like plain same chapter two, this mm-hmm. introduction, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because those books are more like words. I felt like if I were to have something like that, it would have looked unfinished and it wouldn't have been my style. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have felt like me, like thumbing through the pages. I was trying to imagine opening the book and thumbing through and like, I was like, yeah, no, this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And so I spent some time. Do they send you like a prototype first or are you, is it they all like, digital before you pull the trigger? It's so simple. Like they send you like a word thing and you plug it in. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like I remember like opening it thinking like I was going to have to like learn like you know how I did with like creating a website I was like already ready like my glass is on a cup of coffee like I was going to get into it and they sent like a word document <laughs> I was like Not what even is a this PDF. <laughs> I don't have to transcribe anything <laughs> this isn't a challenge yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so then, so you make it to where, I mean, you're essentially like handling design at this point. Mm-hmm. And then you finally are like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then because, you know, you could have left it as an ebook, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people opt to do. Yeah. But you took it that step further. Like you're yeah. going to have copies printed to be distributed to whoever buys them. Yeah. And how did you, like, what, what was that process like? 
it was kind of scary because I tried to imagine other people besides me, besides like my mom, who's like, you know, the biggest cheerleader in the world, you know, thanks mom. Yeah. Thanks mom. Love you. (laughs) Uh, I tried to imagine besides like my mom and my dad and myself, like reading it, you know, through the years and like, other people are going to read it possibly other people are going to look at it, you know? So it took me a long time to hit like the finish button. Really? It took me a little bit because I like, it was kind of like a workup. I had like a, I had a beer and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I hit click, you know, (laughs) it was like, you know, one, whenever you send like a risky text message and Absolutely. you're like, you like stare at it from across the room and then like, you like take a shot and you go and hit yes. send and like run yeah. away. It's now or never. <laughs> Click. That's funny and interesting to me because it's like you put in all this time and all this work and then you're like, it's done. No. I just have to press send. Yeah. That is very interesting to me. I was like, do I do it? That And so do you feel like it was mostly like, like expressing yourself, like, being that vulnerable, maybe that, it was, that was the reason you balked. It definitely was that vulnerability because of w- the pieces that I chose in the book. I was like hesitant for a minute. Like, okay, do I really want to put it out there? It's, it had already been out there, mm-hmm. but not with the explanation, not with me shining a light on it and saying, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like, I had like a deer in the headlights moment. Cause I was like, I can just turn the spotlight back off. Yeah, no one would ever. No know. one would know. That is very, very interesting. My uh, previous guest said something similar whenever she was opening up her shop. Like so things weren't going great, and she was like, "I literally thought like, let me just not even open up the shop, mm-hmm. shop, and just like wait for my lease to expire. No one would know." Yeah, but y'all went through with it. Definitely, and this book is incredible like oh absolutely and so putting yourself out there right i mean so powerful i mean it's literally just like this is who i am and this is my art and this is what it means and and so what's been the reception of it i think it's been it's been good it's been really good i think a lot um I've gotten that a lot of positive things of the same thing. Like, you know, it's so beautiful. It's really raw. It's emotional, um, which is really nice to hear, you know, like, cause I, I like, I don't create art for other people. Yeah. I put it out there, but it's like, you know, I'm just creating it like, you know, this, it is really personal sometimes. And, you know, like the stuff lately has been more about like a younger version of me or my great grandmother. And, you know, it's been, I've been on on the home kick. I just can't, I'm still in that phase and I'll probably, you know, once it's all said and done, I'll go back into Mm -hmm. different subject matter. But yeah, it's been, it's been kind of wild to like see the reception of, you know, not just like the book, but, you know, um, like I put pieces with you know, a local and, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I gotta, I have to thank Sam for, yeah, for big bringing you on because I, I'm not sure I would have ever seen your stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I think it was uh, rusty nail leather that told me like to reach out to her and I did. And then like, you know, my stuff's, you know, I've sold some things through her, I've been able to get it out there, which is awesome. Cause it's, you know, Corpus just like right next door. Yes. So it's really, it's so close. 
and it's awesome. So it's still staying really local, local people, mm-hmm. you know, local artists. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we need you. We need your art. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, uh, it's just every single time. And even like my friends will see it and be like, yeah, that piece is totally you. And it's, it's always your stuff. Oh, thanks. Uh, yes. And thank uh, you for like everyone that like does support my art and buy it. Like that means the world to me. Like I, it's always kind of shocking too. <laughs> is it weird you know because i'm sitting here and i'm like hey i have two pieces of very personal art that you made in my house like does that weird (laughs) you out you know it makes me feel like oh my gosh really like it's like a blushing moment like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i never thought like i'd have like that i never thought i'd experience that so it is like kind of weird but like in a good way for sure weird yeah for sure yeah because it's like and then you know being so vulnerable in your book and then (laughs) encountering people who've read it and being like you know what's your take you know what i mean Uh like how how has that been are you just like i'm at peace with this i made this choice yeah and it definitely i've i've um some of those pieces it's like you know from a different time in my life and i've moved past it you know it took me a while to move past some of it and you know, but I have, I've gotten through all of that. I've come out so much stronger, better. I feel, um, I think there's like a sculpture. It's like back to being me and it's like, but it's like a little, it's, I made her like a little girl. So she has like little booties and stuff and, um, painted on, but it's kind of like what it feels like. I'm just gotten back to me, my version of myself. So I'm, I'm very much at peace with everything. So I'm good. (laughs) That is so powerful. My goodness. Cause that's the goal, right? Cause life's gonna, you know, throw monkey wrenches and you know, your path and you know, you're going to experience (laughs) and yeah. And you're going to experience whatever it is you experience. And, and you know, some of it could be traumatic and then you're going to heal from it. And then, like you said, uh, come back to being at peace with yourself. That's the most powerful thing. I mean, essentially Mm -hmm. you're transforming, uh, like almost being like an alchemist in a way, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that to me is the most beautiful thing. And not only are you healing and coming back to your true self, but you're also creating amazing art that can help others, you know, deal with similar situations or similar emotions mm-hmm. because everything that you're putting out is based on emotions that you're currently in. Cause you said that you don't make art for other people. You really make it for yourself. Yeah. So would you describe it as like a healing mechanism or like yes. a coping mechanism? Yeah. I, it would just be very therapeutic, therapeutic. That's the word I was looking for. And you know, um, I got like, I, I wanted it to be more about strength, not being like beaten down by life struggles and traumas and all of that but yeah like you know you're gonna see like some bruises and cuts but you're still going up you're still rising up you're still coming together you know you're still fighting back and that is what I wanted my art to be about I wanted it to be inspirational I wanted it to be powerful I wanted it to be emotive I wanted it to be beautiful and raw at the same time because you know I feel like that's what you know, I was trying to do was trying to just be like, come back. I was trying, you know, like that inner voice to myself, like, come back, come back. Mm -hmm. You got this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, where you need to go, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's not as easy as just getting there. No, you have to go through the motions and feel whatever you're feeling and process it. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me like your creations were instrumental in you making your way back. Absolutely. I just, I, you know, 
put it all on the page and I left it there. You know, whether it took me one page or 20 pages, you know, it little by little, it got left there. And if other people can look at it and think it's beautiful or connect to it or um, feel inspired by it, then that means so much to me because, you know, and I, I want to, I wish like in ways, like I could like know more people that bought my art because I want to hear like how they connected. I want to hear like what made them buy it, what made them, what it was, what they felt from it, what the story was that they saw in it, you know, because like I have my own, but everybody has a different taste. And isn't that interesting? So you know what it means to you. You created it, mm-hmm. and yet it takes on a life of its own with other people, whoever yeah. end up taking it on. Yeah. That is very interesting to me because it's literally just growing and expanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to talk about the pieces that I got. Yes. So trust fall. I love both. Okay. Of them. So another thing that I think is crucial. So your art's beautiful, right? And I, you, or I connect with the image. But then whenever I find out what the title is, mm-hmm. it's like a, s- a signed deal for me. Like mm-hmm. okay, like this. This is con- the title is confirming what I felt about it. Mm-hmm. And so trust fall because I'm very much at a point in my life where I'm really just trying to surrender to you know the powers that be, you know, what's for me will be for me, not to be overthinking, not to worry. Trust fall embodies that for me so, so much. Plus I just identify with, you know, traditionally female figures in art. I just do. So that, uh, yes, I I love trust fall. And then of course, breathing life back into oneself Mm -hmm. because ultimately we are the source of our own strength. You know, Mm -hmm. we, we have to be there for, for us. So that, I mean, and like I said, the title for that, I'm like, this couldn't be better timed or like better placed for me, you know? And I think a lot of people go through that, you know, where Mm -hmm. maybe you're looking for external validation or, um, which things would be different externally. And then you realize, wait a minute, you know, I have the power to, to, uh, influence how I feel about myself and how I experience everything. Yeah. And to me, that piece embodies that perfectly. (laughs) So good. Like, yeah, I mean, you can probably tell. Big fan. Thank you. Oh yes. my goodness. I just got like chills like listening to you. Yeah, it's a uh, I mean, but to me creating something for yourself is is beautiful and something that's meaningful to you and something that helps you, you know, um, recognize emotions, process emotions, move forward. But then to see how something that you've created affects others. Mm-hmm. I they're they're I don't even know how, how would that feel? Like, how can you even describe, you know, the, the feeling that you associate with that? It's powerful because I've seen people like be really happy, like uh, sculptures and stuff. Like I've done a commission, like a huge metal bird and they're like super stoked about it. Like really, really happy. But you know, it's different whenever there's like figures in the paintings and stuff. And I've seen like someone like straight up cry And, you know, they told me the story of, you know, what it meant to them and like, you know, losing somebody and they felt like that connection, like they saw themselves in that person they lost within the painting. Oh, wow. And it was like, I cried and it, you know, so it's like so powerful like that, or it's like really like joyful and happy, like, oh my gosh, I love it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is so beautiful. I love this sculpture. (laughs) My sculptures are always like happier when they're birds, but (laughs) 
<laughs> That's true. Birds do just give off a joyous vibe for yeah. the most part. And I make like the funkiest birds because I always give them like a quirk, like where their little foot is like up or like they're doing something with their wing. Like I always try and give them like a personality. Like, That's cool. Like because I don't want them to just be like, you know, like this little statue bird standing mm-hmm. there. I'm like, no. Like too perfect? No, no, I don't like that. You're yeah. not perfect. You're made out of wire. Like you yeah. got to be doing something weird. <laughs> Man, I mean, and of all the things, I just feel like wire, it's so, it's structured in such a way that it's not easy to work with. Like, you really have to be disciplined. You really have to want to manipulate that to turn it into something. (laughs) Yeah. So want it or have some aggression. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about that. That might be a good way to, like, blow off some steam, you know? So of all the pieces you've created, do you have one that you are just the most proud of? Um... Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, or even I like think, a couple. Yeah, I think some that I was most proud of are probably not even like watercolors. Um, even though that's what like I mainly do these days, it's just faster. I think the one that the painting I did based off of that picture with my grandmother and I, I think I'm really proud of that one. I'd like, I feel like I embodied her really well. Like I, like I not embodied, but like, uh, I captured her, her spirit, like really well in that one. And then probably another one that I'm really proud of was that big bird commission I did. Like it was stainless steel. So it was completely different wire. Whoa. The wire did not want to cooperate with me. It wanted, it didn't have any kind of like muscle memory. Like you built, you uh, bend like this steel, this baling wire and it stays bent. It was bending that um, stainless steel and it was just like a spring. It was like boing and it would just like snap back. So I'd have to like clump pieces together, like as if I was already trying to form like a wing. And so I was trying to like accordion style it and then like shove it into like a different part of the bird. And, you know, just, it was. Wow. Yeah. So that seemed, you seem to like a challenge though. So it's like you enjoyed figuring out how to tame the stainless steel. I was like, you will not win. (laughs) (laughs) I am the creator. That is so, so cool. You listen to me. (laughs) I mean, and it worked out. And so I don't want to get people too excited, but do you accept commission work? I do. Okay. Yes. Okay. So how, if somebody wanted to get a commission by you, what's the process? I mean, you can like message me anywhere from like messaging me, texting me, message me on Instagram, email me, um, either any of those is fine. I mean, I'll answer Mm -hmm. all of it. Okay, good so, to know. Yeah, you can like find me on Instagram. Be like, hey, girl. Yes, <laughs> at the lonely line underscore yes. after the word line. Uh, and from there, you can see that she has, well, actually, currently it's a link to the book. book. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Amazon. But then there's also a lonely line website, which is really awesome. And there you can sign up for a newsletter. Um, you can, and from the newsletter, there's even more information. The newsletter is really, really awesome. Like I, I truly enjoy the the newsletter. Cause like you said, you are telling a story and there, I mean, I feel like I'm just getting even like a bigger snapshot of like what's going on Mm -hmm. with you. So here you are, you've established the lonely line. You have a book, you are, I mean, you, your pieces have been in exhibitions. I mean, you are, you are an artist. What does your family think about? 
what you're doing and where you're at. They are so proud of me, um, which makes me happy because, you know, as the only kid, I feel like there's like a lot of pressure, like to make, you know, sure that like you make them proud, you know, and I, I always wanted just to, like make them proud and, you know, cause they're the ones who taught me like work hard. You want something, work hard for it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So yeah, they're really happy. They're proud of me. They're excited. They, you know, look forward to the, the lonely line newsletter every month. My dad actually is like, whenever I was late, um, I postponed it for the book because mm-hmm. I was waiting and waiting for the, I wanted to see what it looked like physically before I announced it, because if it went bad and of course I wasn't going to, I was going to yes. just keep on like pushing it. But he was like, Hey, like I haven't gotten a newsletter to the lonely line what happened. And I was like, dad, it's because of the book. <laughs> <laughs> but like he if it's late later than usual because i do it at the first week of the month every single month you know it goes out mm-hmm. and you know i put it out on instagram all that kind of stuff um i tell them personally to their faces like hey tomorrow check your you know <laughs> but he's like i didn't get anything why why, did, <laughs> why didn't i get anything like i look forward to reading it every month why Aww. didn't i was like <laughs> It's because of this, Dad. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. that's uh, so special to have your family in your corner, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they have, of course, like that. You're doing amazing things. Like, look at what you are have created and are creating. So, I always like to end my interviews and ask my guest, what advice would you give to maybe somebody who was considering pursuing art, you know, fully? but just was on the fence about, you know, whether or not that was the right move for them. For me, I just, I just had to let, you know, like the painting that you purchased, you just had to kind of take that leap of faith. And I think that sometimes that's the only thing that you can do. You're never going to a hundred percent know that something is going to work out. You just have to trust yourself, trust your abilities. And if it's something that you really want to do, this is your passion. This is your love. You eat, sleep and breathe it, then go for it. You know, don't let fear, your own fear stop you. I couldn't agree more. Adriana, thank you so much for having me in your beautiful home. Thank you. uh, And for hanging out with me and for creating this fantastic art, the book, the newsletter, everything. I just, you're incredible. I'm so lucky to have met you and to own some of your pieces. And I can't wait to see the lonely line continue to flourish. Thank you so much. I've got more planned for sure.